Jiji Nandra. Let's start with the Nokar Mantra. Namo Arihantanam, Namo Siddhanam, Namo Ayarianam, Namo Uvajayanam, Namo Uvayasavasavunam, Esupanchanamukaro, Savapavapanasano, Mangalanancha Savasim, Paramamhave Mantra. Today we're going to see if ChatGPT is something you can use for spiritual progress and professional progress. Okay, so while you're signing up, I'm going to tell you a little bit about what it is. So keep going on your phones. Um, so GPT stands for Generative Pre-trained Transformer. And the chat means this is a type of large language model implemented as a chatbot. Um, so a chatbot is software that mimics human conversation through text, all right? Uh, the words generative pre-trained transformer have a particular meaning in AI, and that would give you, if you know about the history of AI, that would give you some idea of what technology ChatGPT uses, all right? Um, so I mentioned that it was a large language model. So what is a large language model? A large language model is a neural network uh, with many parameters. So when I say many, I'm talking about a billion parameters, okay? <laughs> and it's trained on large quantities of unlabeled text, okay? So you just feed it information. Um, you feed it any and all kind of information. You don't have to tell it what it is. Uh, so what is a neural network, all right? So we've got a kind of nested definitions we're talking about here. So a neural network uh, is software. Hey, come on in. And the key, the key understanding to the creation of neural networks uh, is that it is somewhat based on the topology of our human brain. So our human brains has neurons and synapses, okay? The neurons fire and they lead electricity through the synapses and that perhaps causes some other connected neurons to fire. So people tried to implement this in software and the neurons are called nodes and the synapses are called edges, okay? And so a neural network is a series of nodes connected by edges and different ones are connected. Each node, uh, the input is a real number and it's weighted. And the edges are the mathematical relationships between nodes, okay? And the key is that uh, these can change. The weights can change. So the relationship between the nodes can change mathematically. That's what we call learning. In fact, that's how learning happens in your brain. That is, the synapses get stronger mm -hmm. as they're used more, and the weights change, the quote-unquote <clears throat> weights. That is, they get uh, thicker, the synapses get thicker and able to transport more. So that's why when you smell a particular thing, it reminds you of a particular person because those synapses are, those neurons are connected in your brain. Okay. So there's a documentary on Netflix about how your brain works. So mm. it's basically they are talking about this first, uh, uh, what do you call it? Protestic, uh, arm and yeah. how it can sense and how so it, the whole documentary is on that and they talk about this nods and edges and stuff like that and how your brain starts knowing how it works right and they start memorizing like okay this is how it's if it moves and how it so it's very interesting documentary oh that's great do you know the name of it uh no you remember think 
Or how to think something with it. Something to work with think. Oh, think. Okay, something yeah. to do with think. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the last thing you need to know is that a neural network is in layers, okay? Your brain is not in layers, okay? It's kind of like kind of random, kind of all over the place how these nodes and synapses are connected. The only real kind of, yeah, different parts of your brain are do different things, but it's very malleable. So if you lose a different a part of your brain, another part of your brain can take over. But there are left and right hemispheres of your brain. So a layer is one of these vertical columns. So you have here's a node. Um, this is an input. This is the first layer, the second layer, and here's the output. Okay, so that's what I mean by layers. Okay, so it's not like a brain, but it's just got these layers. Okay, so that's the only thing you need to know about that. Okay, so how does it learn? Okay, so let's take an example of how it might learn. It, a neural network learns because we train it, all right? And so what I will do is I, I will feed the neural network an input. I will say, I will feed it an image, okay? Let's say it's an image of a cat, okay? And I will tell it, this is a cat, okay? Whenever you see this input, output yes. That means this is a cat, okay? So you can see how it only has the one image, right? So anything that's not exactly that image, it's gonna say it's not a cat because it just knows that that one image is a cat. But then I'm gonna feed it another image, a different cat. And I'm gonna say, this is a cat. Whenever you see this output, yes, this is a cat. And now that it has two, it's gonna change the weights between the nodes, okay? And what you'll find is that as I feed it a million images of cats. What you find out is that one node is responsible, uh, and this is not programmed, it will emerge from the learning. One or two nodes or a group of nodes are responsible for detecting whiskers. One or two or more nodes are responsible for detecting four legs. Mm. One or two or more nodes are responsible for uh, determining if there's a tail in the picture, okay? So now that I've fed it, a images of a million cats. Now I can, that's the training part. So now I can feed it a, an unknown image. I will say, is this a cat? And it will tell me if it's a cat or not. And the better I've trained it, the more likely it will give me a correct answer. So that's how we train a neural network to learn. So with ChatGPT, you train it by just delivering it text and you ask it to predict the next word, the next series of text. Okay. And that's what I want you to try to understand, which is how amazing it is, is that if I ask it a question and I say, uh, generate a list of 10 um, books on uh, intellectual property, okay? It is not using any reasoning. It is not using any type of, oh, I know about this and I'm going to research it and look it up. It is simply predicting what the next words will be after these words. That's all it is doing. You might say, how is that possible? How can it just, it's not answering my question. It's just predicting what the next words are. It's possible because it has been trained on 10 trillion words. Okay. So it's just the size of the data set makes it appear to be having a conversation that you can understand, but it is not thinking at all. Okay, it appears to be thinking. It just, just like you wouldn't say if I trained a neural network to notice images of cats, you wouldn't say that 
that's doing it the same way a thinking person would be doing it. It might be, uh, but you wouldn't call that thinking. But we're simulating thinking, okay? So that's what's going on. Okay, so questions about that. So ChatGPT is a large language model. Um, uh, it's, uh, so if you, if you talk about what it's trained, the data sets it's trained on, uh, it's trained on Wikipedia, mm -hmm. the entire thing, you know? It's trained on GitHub, the entire GitHub, right? It's trained on 10 trillion words. Uh, and then after that, after it, you feed it all the unlabeled text, which takes months, right? And then you kind of find, they kind of fine tune it uh, to make it do what they want, the fine tuning of the training. Okay, so questions or comments about that? <clears throat> Who created this large language models? Who is the original creator of this <clears throat> algorithm that uh, who trains on this and kind of uh, uh, gets you... Uh, Let's ask ChatGPT. Who created <laughs> large language models? It, it's, 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 it's not one person, but I guess it's a combination of efforts. Many years, many notable researchers mm -hmm. Yep. Google, Microsoft, Facebook, yep. AI. Fair. Okay. Here's your answer. Okay. okay. So, yeah. So, the history of AI commonly is commonly accepted as started in, like, okay, so philosophers thought about AI, okay? But we're not going back that far. Well, formalized research began in 1956 at Dartmouth Academy. They created a department. Uh, people donate, uh, governments mainly donated millions and even billions of dollars into AI. It went nowhere. You had your first AI winter. Um, then somebody decided, hey, AI should be like a neural network. And then uh, millions and billions of dollars invested by companies, that went nowhere. You have your second AI winter. And then somebody decided, hey, the future of AI is large language models, and now we're here. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. <clears throat> Now it's in the fourth or fifth version. Right. GPT-4. The yeah. GPT that I had you guys signed up for is GPT-3.5. If you pay $20 a month, you can get GPT-4. That's And that's supposedly much better. I have not used it. I did not pay it. It is. It's actually, oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, so, no, I've not. I've tried oh, okay. it. But uh, from some of the research that my friends have come out with is that it is so powerful that it actually can clear the bar exam by itself. Oh, wow. <laughs> can clear the, you can get uh, 1500 plus or whatever the score out, right? The GRE and GMAT, whatever the top level scores you would predict, it can get you, it can Come get there. It can accurately predict diagnosis of issues from a medical standpoint as well. Yeah. Right. So just like if you feed it images of cats, you can feed it images of lung cancer, right? Exactly. Say, this is what lung cancer looks like. Here's a million of types of what lung cancer looks like. Tell me, is this lung cancer yeah. or not? Yeah. I right. even saw the article about USMLE that the yeah, it, 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 it passes that pass, pass that exam. Exactly. Great. And practical applications of how I use it, like for example, we have our year end coming up in my company. So I had 15 reviews to fill out. Or different people. <laughs> it used to take me. It used to take me three days to do that exercise. This time around, I just asked those people that, "Hey, tell me what you want me to write about you." Huh? So they sent me five or six bullets, and then obviously I added my perception of what the performance was, and then I put it all in ChatGPT and I just told it, "Please clean clean this up for me," and it summarized that entire review 
including my comments and their comments into one or two paragraphs and I was able to do that three day exercise in two hours. We need like yeah. a, a video tutorial. <laughs> yeah. It hey, is, how you doing? It is just fantastic. It is. All right. So we're in a particular position to grade ChatGPT on the answers it gives us about Jainism, right? Uh, so we'll see if it's if it if it passes those tests, right? And we'll see if it can take uh, my job as a Patsala teacher. <laughs> All right, and we'll see if it can help your spiritual progress. Okay, so let's everybody log in. You signed up. You logged in. Let's try an easy one. Okay, so what? So in Jainism, okay, what are the five vows? Okay, if anybody knows anything about Jainism, then they will know the five vows. All right, so let's see. So what? What's what's query did you put in there? What are the five vows of Jainism? I put in Jainism. What are the five vows? Okay. And it's giving me an answer right now. The five vows are ahimsa, nonviolence, satya, truthfulness, asteya, non-stealing, brahmacharya, chastity, and aparigraha, non-possessiveness. And it gives me a little blurb about each one of them. So that's great. So it passed our test, okay? I give it an A, excuse me, an a plus for that answer, okay? It even put it in the right order, okay? That's the order we talk about it in. That's the order we memorize it in, okay? All right, so I'll have you guys think of questions. Let's go a little bit harder, okay? Okay, so how does Jainism reconcile with correct knowledge? Okay, does anybody know the answer? So we believe in Anikantvad, right? Which is multiplicity of viewpoints, right? We also believe that there is a correct. We also believe there is a correct truth, right? There is the truth. So how does Jainism reconcile Anikantvad with correct knowledge? Does anybody have the answer? Does anybody remember when we talked about Anikantvad? Okay, so depends on where you are. You have different viewpoints. Right. You're looking at it different ways. Everybody has different viewpoints, and they're all correct, but. So is it correct if I tell you that this is blue? No. It's not correct, but that's my viewpoint. Mm -hmm. And you said that multiple <coughs> viewpoints are correct. Right. Right, but like, if you're looking at, say, an accident from four different spots, you'll see it differently. Right. That's what I meant. Gotcha. So let's see what ChatGPT says. Anikantvad is a fundamental principle and it talks about what it is, multifaceted viewpoints. At the same time, Jainism also emphasizes samyatnan, or correct knowledge, right? Which is considered essential for spiritual progress, so you don't have free from any kind of bias. So how does Jainism reconcile these two? According to Jainism, the pursuit of knowledge requires one to embrace the principles of Anikantvad, since any attempt to understand the truth from a single perspective is likely to result in distorted or incomplete understanding. At the same time, Jainism recognizes that all perspectives, not all perspectives are equally valid. Some may be more accurate or truthful than others. In this way, therefore Jainism emphasizes the importance of critical inquiry, rational analysis. In this way, Jainism reconciles Anikantvad with the pursuit of correct knowledge by recognizing that multiple perspectives are necessary while also emphasizing Critical inquiry and empirical evidence. No, this is not it. Okay, it just decided um, 
it tried to reconcile these. It did not. Okay, so uh, I'll give it a C for that because <laughs> maybe it, it introduced me to some concepts that I can research further. Okay, so I gave it an A plus for the five vows. I'll give it a C for, for that one. Give me a question about Jainism that you have and we'll type it in to see what, what it says. If it can help you with your spiritual progress. <clears throat> give me a question you know the answer to. How many or what are they? Or Okay. What are the different types of karma? Okay. Let's see. Oh, no, it's talking about Hinduism. Okay, so... So, yeah, he and I, Samkit and I were testing this and we had a very broad question, right? Jainism. Yeah. What are the secrets to living a happy life? It was pretty broad. Right. <laughs> but it gave us a pretty decent answer. Same thing I did. And it actually puts you, put, gives a disclaimer that there is... Yeah, I'll see what it says for you. Yeah. Alright, so there are different types of karma in Jainism. Gati karma, Agati karma. Mm, okay, yeah, two types, I guess. Nana Varnia, Darsha Varnia, that's correct. It's still generating. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Mihir wants to know more about the 12 Bhavnas. Yes. Okay, so uh, here's what it told me as far as types of karma. Gati and Agati, okay, that's fine if you want to call them categories. But then when it went on to Nana Varnia, Darsha Varnia, Antaraya, Vidnya. And it counted Gati and Agati as one and two, so it has six. So I'm going to give it a D. Okay, this is not right at all. There are eight types of karma. There are four Gati and four Agati. Mm -hmm. I got nine. Yeah, you got a different answer, right? Yeah, and so you, it will, you have to refine the answer based on you. You have to give it feedback. Right. Mm -hmm. And right. occasionally it will make mistakes and you have to tell it, no, that's not right. What is the right answer? And it will try to... Uh, Correct the mistakes. Right. So, so it used to be. I don't. You guys are old as me. So it used to be like you and I could Google the same thing and we get the same answers. But it's not like that anymore That's because right. Google uses your history and it attempts to know what you like right. and all that stuff, right? So this is the same thing. This, as you use it more, hopefully it will get better. But this is a very poor answer. I'm going to give it a D here. Okay, so it doesn't look good for us. It, this was, I thought it was going to work because this is like the five vows, like the eight karmas, right? Yeah. I thought it was going to work. Give me perfect eight. Oh, I'll give you yeah. eight. Yeah. Oh, okay. What did you ask? What, what yeah. types of karma in Jainism? <laughs> okay, in Jainism. So it depends even on the question or whatever you search for. Kind of prompt you provide. Yes. Yeah. So All right. Even Google is the same, right? I mean, yeah. he, he searches something with different words and I search the same thing with different See, I'm getting just garbage. I asked it for the eight karma. It's telling me Jeev karma and Ajeev karma and Ashraf karma. It's telling me that six substances. That's what it's telling me. Chat confusing. using in back end Google search engine and given the one answer, right? Yeah. It's not necessarily Google search engine. It's a mix of LLM to his point. Right. So I'm not sure uh, um, Bing has started using ChatGPT right. as a backend. Yeah. And Google was flirting with the idea, but Bard. they did not Bard. 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 implement it. I got eight on Bard. Okay. 
Great. Okay, so pretty. Uh, I wouldn't. It's not going to take my job just yet. Okay? <laughs> but, 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 okay. uh, any other questions about Jainism? Oh yeah, yeah, me here. Yeah, that's right. In Jainism, thank you. In Jainism, what are the twelve bhavnas? Okay, great. Okay, looking good so far. Anitya bhavna, Asharana bhavna, Samyama bhavna, Ekatva bhavna. That's right. Uh, no, now it's starting to go crazy. No, <laughs> it started off pretty good. Maitri Bhavna, no. Um, so reflection on wisdom and spiritual insight, that's fine. Generosity and charity, that's fine. Interconnectedness of all living beings, that's kind of the same thing. Rarity and preciousness of life, that's fine. Okay, so I give it a B yeah. for 12 Bhavnas. Other questions? Other Jainism topics? Yeah. <clears throat> Probably. Are there any karma particles on planet Mars? <laughs> Are there any? I'll have to put in Jainism. In Jainism. Are there any karmic particles on the planet Mars? According to Jainism. According to Jainism, karmic matter is closely related to the existence of living beings. Therefore, if there are no living beings on the planet Mars, it can be assumed there's no accumulation of karmic matter on that planet. Jainism emphasizes the existence of living beings. Okay, so it's giving you a half answer. Yeah. It's saying because there are no humans there, there's likely no karma there because compared to Earth, there's so much karma here. That's technically not true. Technically, karma f floats free throughout the universe and it just attaches to your soul at the time you do action. So if we were to go there, then of course we would get karma even if we were on Mars. Uh, I give it a C for that. I thought this was gonna go better. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I really did. I thought like maybe maybe because I'm using it on a different browser, but the browser I used last night was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> did you use the same login? What? No. <laughs> yeah, same login. Uh, but what? Using your cache of previous searches. <laughs> it was it was working great for me last night. Uh, Okay, so I just asked it about eight. Eight karmas. Oh, come on. Four destructive. Okay, oh, oh, it's finally giving me a category. Okay, Gati, Nanavarnia, Darshavarnia, Mornia, Antaraya, four non. Okay, so give me a perfect answer on the browser that I've been using. But I'm using a, a totally new one now because I'm sharing it with the Google Meet, so I'm using like a totally new one. Okay, so, so you maybe it might work better as why, you. Why would the browser matter? Because uh, I don't I don't have that history with yeah I'm not sure because it's the same login I'm not sure why the browser yeah, so you think you used you, last night you were using a different browser and today you're using and you're giving a different same login I actually have two different browsers up right now give me two different answers a better one with the one I was mm -hmm. using last night on which browser you had a bad experience Chrome and so this is the first time I'm using Chrome because I needed to share the tab with Google okay the good one was Brave, which is a Chromium browser. It's just Chrome, different flavor of Chrome. Okay. Uh, okay. So, okay. So, questions or comments about anything we talked about? Um, 
I can't recommend it based on our experiment today. If I you had talked to me last night, I would have recommended it to you. But <laughs> <laughs> you want to turn on those fans? Um, okay, so we talked about uh, how Jainism can help you spiritually. Um, let us talk about if Jainism can help you professionally. Okay, let me tell you about different things you can ask it to do. A lot of times we don't know what we can ask it to do. We had a little bit of a primer. And feel free to anybody jump in if uh, you have used this. Um, so uh, ChatGPT can give you suggestions. So for example, you can ask it for, let's say you're in IT. We have a lot of IT people here. We can say, recommend me five books on IT development. Okay, so ChatGPT can recommend things to you and it can recommend a particular number of things to you. Okay, so it's typing an answer. It's giving me five books. Code Complete by Steve McConnell gave me a little bur blurb. Clean Code by Robert Martin. The Phoenix Project by Gene Kim. The Lean Startup by Eric Rise. Mm -hmm. And Designing Data Intensive Applications by Martin Kleppman. All right, so it give, and it gave me a little blurb about each one. So you can ask it to recommend you things uh, in your field, okay? You can ask it for translations. Uh, ChatGPT is a better translator than Google Translate, which you might be used to using, because it understands the context of things, and it understands the context of a conversation. Um, and so, as you know, that is very key in translation, right? And so it's going to be a better translator for you in case you need to translate something for your work. You can ask it to compare different things uh, and it will tell you the strengths and weaknesses of different things. So you can ask it to compare stocks and bonds, for example. This is a kind of basic example, but let's see what it says. Uh, let me share this again with everybody online. Okay. All right. So stocks and bonds are two common investment vehicles. Here are the differences that are important to understand. Ownership. Stock represents ownership in the company, while bonds are a form of debt. That's true. Risk. Stocks are generally considered to be riskier. Uh, okay. Generally, if you're comparing it to treasuries. Return, stocks generally have the potential to provide higher returns. Income, stocks typically provide an income. Liquidity, time horizon. Okay, so not too bad, especially about uh, if you want to do some, learn some more concept for research. So you can ask ChatGPT to compare different things for your work. Uh, you can ask it to write creatively. I, I don't think a lot of us do a lot of creative writing, but if you have to and you're not used to it, you can ask it to do it, right? So you can ask it something like, write a short story about a little girl who meets a leprechaun at the end of a rainbow. Okay. All right. So let's see. Let's see if, how good this story. He had to write it in a language, so he wrote it in English and he translated it for them, and he presented it one of their classmates in uh, Jainism, in Krishna's class, uh, he did it in Gujarati and he said, 
whatever he wrote in English and he translated it in Gujarati and he presented it in a Brazilian That's great. We're going to have to beef up those uh, plagiarism. <laughs> plagiarism things here, here at the Jane Center. Okay, so uh, I asked it to write a short story about a little girl who meets a leprechaun at the end of the rainbow. Still Once upon a time, there was a girl named Molly. She was curious and adventurous. One day she was playing in a meadow. She decided to follow a rainbow that she saw. Uh-huh. Uh, it, it sounds better. I'm just, I don't want to bore you with it. <laughs> <laughs> Molly walked and walked. She followed the rainbow. She approached the end of the rainbow. She saw a tiny figure. It was a leprechaun. The leprechaun looked up at Molly with a mischievous twinkle in his eye. Well, well, well. <laughs> the leprechaun introduced himself as Seamus and told Molly he was the keeper of a great treasure. Seamus offered to show Molly the way to the pot of gold. They set off together after she hesitated, after many hours of walking. Uh, what happened? <laughs> they found where the pot of gold was hidden. Molly's heart raced as she watched Seamus dig up the pot. Seamus offered Molly a handful of gold. Molly smiled and thanked him. As the sun began to set, she made her way back home. Okay, so it, it did what I want. Okay. Um, Obviously, the quality of it will depend on whatever your That's a story of made up? Yeah. If you Google just Mary, uh, Molly and Leprechaun, it comes up on Amazon. <laughs> Molly and Leprechaun. So that's, so yeah. So now you're seeing, it was trained on these different things, right? Shouldn't it be unique? To say something. Well, I didn't ask it to be unique. <laughs> I just asked it for a story about a little girl and a leprechaun. If you ask it for a general, if you ask it for a story about something that's very well known, it will tell you that thing. Last night, I asked it for a story about a frog and a scorpion. And it told me the parable of the frog and the scorpion. Just like just like that. And it, I didn't ask it to be original. It just told me that story, uh, yeah. which you might know. The frog takes a scorpion across the river, and the scorpion stings it. And the frog says, well, why did you sting me? We're both going to die. And the scorpion says, because it's in my nature. What was your prompt? Did you put it in? For that one or for the Molly one? Oh, I asked it to... Write a short story about a little girl who meets a leprechaun at the end of a rainbow. Okay, so it can do creative writing for you, but it will probably take it from somewhere. So don't try to pass it off as your own. (laughs) Change the names. (laughs) So ChatGPT can perform brainstorming for you. So um, we have some people in industry here so let's say uh, brainstorm ideas on how to save money in a manufacturing <laughs> process okay so i have no idea um so I, sometimes you just need ideas for group work and you need to get your mind going in different directions so it will do that right so chat gpt has given me a little blurb about each of these items and these items are Optimize the production process. Use high quality materials. Implement energy efficient practices. Reduce labor costs. Implement a predictive maintenance program. Okay, that's Mm -hmm. nice, I like that one. Mm -hmm. That's something I might not have thought of, right? Improve inventory management. Implement a quality control program. Explore alternative packing and shipping methods. They gave me a little blurb about each one. Okay, so questions or comments about that. Tell me, how can ChatGPT help you with your work? We have people in IT here. We have project management here. We have people in the beverage industry here. We have people in oil and gas here. So tell me how, tell me the questions that you want me to ask you. So I'll give you my experience. Sure. I've been using it for quite a while. 
<clears throat> recently uh, i'm part of this uh, company we started for healthcare <clears throat> and i had to fire a ceo so i called my attorney she was busy so the first thing that came to my mind you know let me ask chat gpt to write up a a, a letter determination did that amazing letter then timir came to my mind like <laughs> so i told chat gpt assume i am a attorney <laughs> and i gave the keywords of what the attorney would think like so I told it you know i'm an attorney uh, specializing in business uh, my ceo uh, did whatever xyz wrong and want a nice termination letter give me a nice detailed termination letter right boom then i used the same thing for bylaws for minutes updated the whole thing 30 minutes 35 minutes now your yeah, real job is in jeopardy <laughs> sure <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, doctors and lawyers think they're in privileged positions with regard to technology it's just not true it's just not true everybody's at risk and um everybody is in line to be automated correct okay. but i've heard that you can uh, write a very complex terms and conditions and give it as an input and tell it to highlight what are the non standard terms and conditions in this big pnc's document that i should be aware of and it will give you just a summary of the five or six items that are non standard that you should be aware of right a recent experience and maybe Usually i need found. help <laughs> if, if somebody is using chat gpt so i'm doing a audit of a complex um, it's called a real estate uh, owner finance has this guy has more than 1500 homes and doesn't know where the money is coming in and going out <laughs> so gave me an excel with a bunch of variables so i was able to watch a video where i can integrate chat gpt in excel through a macro give it in a command in visual basic or whatever it is and it will find me what i'm looking for mm. haven't been successful doing it. it just needs time but if somebody has an experience i would take them as a partner to do this <laughs> right the example that blew my mind was if you're a content creator you need to constantly pump out content right mm -hmm. so you can ask uh chat gpt let's say you're a motivator like a fitness motivator right and you can ask chat gpt to create a list of 100 motivational quotes right, right. Mm -hmm. and you copy those quotes onto an image and you that that's your 100 tweets right there right. for right. monday wednesday mm -hmm. friday right and so uh it definitely can save you time there so the, but if it's using the one that's already out there someone else is using is that like copyright issue or anything or you can say well certainly that that those questions are being hashed out right now okay. let's say um i gave i let's use that molly example i presented that work as my own it's actually a book that somebody right. is selling right well that person could certainly sue me for copyright infringement whether i used whether i pointed the finger at chatgpt or not yeah. mm -hmm. right um and so we are headed into a new world in that respect so <laughs> things like uh medicine and legal like if you're trying to do something like solve somebody's health issue i wouldn't go search chat gpt and just take it for granted right because it could be a d answer you don't know right yeah you still probably need the doctor but they can probably save time on their side exactly. uh understanding latest research whatever but like the images like um, i i once used the being image creation which is ai now and you just i did something very basic like show me a picture of samir drinking too much caffeine in front of the starbucks mm -hmm. and i wanted it for a joke i was sending out and it and it samir is my name it just made a kind of a 
Indian looking person with his hair frazzled wow. and the Starbucks logo. It was really good. They gave me three yeah. options. Wow. Yeah. So like, yeah. It's like a Photoshop. You, if you go tell somebody to do a Photoshop, that's like days turnaround time versus just seconds. That's right. It's called a doll, doll dash E, right? D A L L dash E. That's the alley. I don't know what you're yeah. talking about. I just looked at yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, Dolly is the yeah. text to image generation. Yeah. yeah, on our website, the latest kind of post that I've been making, those have all been AI images when I asked it to yes. make those images. So, uh, so yeah, so let's keep going. Uh, you can ask it to summarize text. Um, I won't do the example. Uh, I was going to do all these examples, but we're running out of time here. Um, you can ask it to summarize text. You can copy a bunch of text that somebody sent you, for example, for work. You can put it in the chat box, the entire text. You can say, summarize this text, and you type a colon, you just paste it all in there, and it will give you like a uh, summary. And if you want it shorter, you can say, make this summary 50 words for this block of text. Mm -hmm. So that can help you at work, um, and certainly can do that. Um, it can generate lists for you. So you can use it um, just like you would use, for example, Google. You can uh, generate a list of the 10 richest counties in the U.S., right? Let's say you needed that for business. Um, you could have it generate a list like that. You can ask it to generate pros and cons. So what are the pros and cons of investing in certain things? Or what are the pros and cons of certain technologies? So you can ask it for strengths and weaknesses, and it will give you that. <coughs> um, we talked about quotes. It can give you a bunch of quotes by a bunch of famous people if you need that for your PowerPoint presentations at the beginning, you know? Is it, is it only looking uh, at information that is public? Or is it also looking at information that is confidential? It's only looking at information that uh, is... ChatGPT, I think, is only public. They didn't feed it any confidential information yeah, for liability the, the concerns. Reports which are uh, paid for it, right? They won't right. go and look into that. Right. And also, it only knows stuff until a certain year. Right. So if you ask it stuff yeah. about something that happened last month, it's not going to know about it. Right. I think the year is 2021. Right. Yeah. Okay. Also, you ask very specific question for an individual, it will say, even if I know, I will look at it because it's confidential. So it actually pushes back and recently I asked for a, a data and it gave me data but was not relevant. Right. So you really have to be careful with yeah. the results it gives. Right. It's like yeah, it's converged a lot of searches of Google into Google. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yes, me here. But I think for that you need to know at least a little bit of the answer, yes. then you would be able to know whether this is right or wrong. It makes sense. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. What what happened to is like as you mentioned like Yes, I would think so. I wouldn't put any confidential information as queries into ChatGPT. I would think you're putting your company at risk, and I don't recommend you put any kind of confidential information in the form of a query. I think the companies are, are having their own chat, chat GPT version, right. which, uh, which keeps the, the information. That from That's right. right. So if, if you think it might be right for your company, then ask to partner with OpenAI, the company that makes it, and have your own implementation of it mm -hmm. to keep it secure on your network. So, so 
Apparently, okay, ChatGPT is good at uh, langu- uh, coding languages. Mm-hmm. Yes. So if you have something written in C and you want to move it to you know Python, Python, right? It'll convert it. But then people were doing that at work and putting confidential code into ChatGPT. There was a bunch of companies that said no. This disabled it on their work computers. Right. You don't want to have that code out there. Samsung had a big issue with that. Yeah. That leaked confidential code. Yeah. by op- for optimizing that code. Right, right. Yeah, companies are putting that, that block in on this. But there are certain companies like Otter AI who actually can be your aid. So, um, you know, for my group, project management group, we are trying to work with the legal, our internal legal team to see if we can incorporate it. So what happens is when you are in the meetings with 15 people, Otter AI is one of the attendees of the meeting. Nice. It will summarize the meeting minutes, give the action <laughs> items. Right. It saves a lot of time on it. So uh, that's that's one of the applications we are experimenting yet. It's not finalized yet, but that's one of that. T's and C's is one of that very big for the large contracts. Right. That's why we are trying to feed that feed that information through it and come up with the risks, all the risk analysis. So we are working through that too. So that AI is just taking the audio. Mm-hmm. And, tra- and transcribing it yeah. by person and making minutes. Yeah, meeting minutes and action items. I know we have some people in the healthcare field here. Uh, if you ask it for ChatGPT for studies about medical <clears throat> medical studies, it will give you that. Even other types of sociology studies, for example, show me the latest five studies on sleep. And then it will give you five citations, and then you can look those up on your own. ChatGPT can give you feedback feedback about text that you wrote. So, for example, if you paste your text in that says, if you paste your text in that says, hey, uh, this is what I wrote. Tell me what's wrong with this. Tell me how I can improve the flow or anything like that. It will tell you about that. So it can be your English tutor. Um, it can explain concepts to you, um, so it's it's better in Google in that regard because it's a conversation, right? So if I ask Google, how does a compressor work? Google is going to give me a list of websites that are kind of relevant, mm-hmm. and it's just companies that have trying to get me to their page, right? right. That's just that label their page. How does compress? And if you want compressors, buy my compressor, right? Yeah. So it's just like that, but. If I want to understand how something works, ChatGPT is a better resource because it has no ulterior motive or anything like that. It's just going to explain it to me. And if I, I can say, explain it to me at a 10th grade level or at a 5th grade level or something like that. So it will help out with uh, children as well. Interestingly, though, when you go to Google, that type of question, I usually read three, four links because they don't all say the same same thing. Right. ChatGPT is going to give me one version of its truth and then... Right. You still don't know if it's 100% right. I mean, is that an A plus answer or a D answer? It's like, uh... Right. Uh, the next is you can use it to do different role playing as we, as Kindle mentioned, when he asked it to pretend he was a lawyer. Um, uh, the example that I used was, oh, I'm going to be interviewing with Facebook, okay? So pretend you're the interviewer and I'm the interviewee and ask me questions. Okay, so you can use it as a role-playing thing or if you want to practice an interview, if you want to, um, and if you become more specific, it will give you better answers. Uh, Next, you can use it to create, uh, this might not be for your work, but might be for personal. You can use it to create an itinerary. You can ask it to create, um, 
Let's see. Create a two-week itinerary for India. Okay. So I asked them to create a two-week itinerary for India. So let me see what it tells me, and and you guys will tell me uh, if it's good or not. We can grade it. Okay. It's very broad question, right? So they're trying to submit it. You tell it what you like, yeah, then it, it will be better. Yeah, one, like okay, yeah. just a Disney World or something yeah. that. Because we tried to do it for Orlando, uh -huh. and Orlando has so much to do in one week, right? So we will try to fix it half a day in Disney, like you know, this park, half a day in Universal. I'm like, it's, it's not humanly not possible yes, to do that <laughs> because then it wants to add you a zoo, a sea world. I'm like, I don't care to do all that stuff, but it, it tried to do the best of what it was. So it told me day one to three, visit Delhi, Red Fort, and Jama Masjid in Old Delhi. Um, take a rickshaw yeah. ride in Chandi Chowk. Okay, visit Humayun's tomb in New Delhi. Day four to five, go to Agra, visit the Taj Mahal, explore the Agra fort. Day six to seven, visit Jaipur, the Amer fort. Explore the marks for markets for Rajasthani souvenirs. Day eight through nine, go to Udaipur, take a boat ride on Lake Pichola. Day ten through eleven. Day twelve through thirteen, you go to Varanasi. Day fourteen, Mumbai. Okay, so it gave me a visit the Gateway of India. So it gave me an itinerary. I may not like it, but it's somewhere to start. Yeah. Anyway, he he makes a good observation though that some of those were very heavily influenced Mughal. Places mm -hmm. again. I'm not trying to make this political or something like that, but it was it was interesting. <laughs> right, it was interesting to observe that. So right. There were not, not, not many places. <laughs> 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 they, he did not suggest any places. Even though there are not existing and that's a good point, right? The biases of what it does are baked into it, right? The biases are baked into it, and then you cannot help it. You can kind of adjust it or whatever, but you have to be mindful. It's like another person, right? Yes. If, if you're talking to another person, you gotta be like, oh, well, he's from the South, so he's gonna do things from the South. Right? So you <laughs> read till 15 days. Does it show South later? Two weeks. Oh, two weeks, yeah. Okay, so if you don't take away anything from our discussion, just take this one away. You can ask ChatGPT what you can ask it to do, okay? So if you don't know what it can do, you can ask it to help you. You can say, what can you do with regards, what can you help me with regards to this text? And it will give you a list and say, I can, it will give you the list that I gave you. I can summarize it for you. I can translate it for you. I can do this. If you just ask it, how can you help me with my trip to India? Then it will tell you how you can, how it can help you. Okay. So if you don't know anything, then just ask it how it can help you regarding your problem. And it will tell you the best thing that it can do. You know, you, he just asked me, why didn't he say anything about Jane? So I put in, I'm a Jane, plan a 10 day trip to India. Right. And the first thing, like it gave me all, all of our uh, temples, uh, yes. all of our temples, Palatana, <laughs> Savan Belgoda, Sankirnar, Karanakpur, oh my God, Pawapuri, Delhi. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Third one is Mount Abu. Oh, yeah. What's in there? The Jain Temple. Yeah. 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 Delwada. It's very pretty. Delwada. Delwada, yeah. So I guess also it depends on how much search people are doing. They will 
will it create more answer related mm-hmm. to that? Yeah, probably. I'm not sure that it uses search as an input. It probably does, but I cannot tell you the answer. I'm not sure that it trains itself based on searches that you put in. But it probably it does. does. It seems like a great idea. It improves the answers when you ask and you give the feedback, then it changes. Because it's trying to constrain its answer to a certain amount of time. It could tell, it could write an hour about Shakespeare, right? But if you say, who is Shakespeare, it's not going to write it. It's going to try to constrain it to about three paragraphs, and it can spit it out to you in 30 seconds. That's why. Questions or comments? So the takeaway here is that it can help you spiritually, and it can help you professionally, but you just got to keep an eye on it. <laughs> so, of course, the thing that people are going to say when it gets to be when it gets to be sophisticated enough and even in general is well does it is it conscious right and you might think that the answer is that it's pretty straightforward from a jainism perspective it doesn't have a soul so it's not conscious and consciousness is the property that the soul gives to the body right but we think some weird things are conscious we does anybody know the one sense beings plants plants are one sense what else is one sense sense some yeah, some cells are one sensed yeah, especially singular cells, singular, singular cell singular. beings, eukaryotes, viruses, bacteria. Right? Yeah. Did anybody know that fire is alive? Fire is a one sensed being. Fire, air, earth, and wind. These things have souls. Okay, I'm not sure. Here's what I think might be happening. Somebody in ancient times asked Mahavir, "Does the earth have a soul?" Mahavir says, "Yes." Why? Because whatever that person was planning on doing to the earth was going to kill all the bugs in the earth. Mm. All the microscopic materials that live in the earth, right? Somebody asked Mahavir, well, does fire have a soul? And Mahavir said, yes. Well, why? Whatever you plan on doing with the fire, was you're probably not supposed to do it because it's going to harm microscopic living beings, right? So if you take a look, it's like this uh, eating after sunset thing, right? Well, you can't eat after sunset because you're Jane. Why? Well, because back then they didn't have electricity, so you're going to have a lot of insects in your food, potentially, right? So I don't know. So if you take it from that perspective, then it's clear that this whatever kind of sophisticated version of an AI robot you can imagine doesn't have a soul. But if you take it from the little perspective that the Earth has a soul, I don't know, maybe the robot does have a soul. So we'll see. Me and you will see together. Thank you so much for your time this week. I really appreciate that. I hope it will help you spiritually and professionally. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.